everyone, it's Sammy and Allison. And today we are joined by Jennifer Wardlow of Solaris and Tabby Kane of Be Lightful Healing. And we are going to jump into um, the difference between the 3D and the 5D. We're going to talk a little bit about Ashtar. And then we're going to talk a lot about why uh, war in the 5D is really just not a thing that's going to happen. Everyone can take a collective deep breath, sigh of relief. Because <laughs> 5D is basically like you go through the 4D, right? Which is essentially Feyland of dreams. And then you're at 5D, which is lacking of war because we're closer to one, you guys. Although I think there's still some conflict, but war itself, at least in our reality, as we know it, does not exists. So <clears throat> Tabby and Jennifer have direct <laughs> adventures in this and the why. And so we're really excited to bring them on today. We, um, you know, in our circles, we all get a piece of the puzzle. And this is with any part of your life when you're trying to figure something out, everything's, you know, really goes a lot faster. and It's more fun when you collaborate. And so quite often, and I know um, Tabby, this happens to Tabby and Jennifer all the time, because it happens to me, I'll be like, hmm, I have this puzzle piece. This is so weird. And then I'll be like, Sammy, blah, blah, blah. And Sammy's like, oh my gosh, blah, 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 blah. And then we go, oh my gosh. And then we call Tabby or Jennifer and we're like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh my gosh, this blah, blah, blah. And so it really puts it together. Um, so today, you know, we're kind of coming to a point where we felt it was really time in alignment to kind of share um, the experience of part of this puzzle that we've been working on and really helping us understand this part of ascension and what it means to us in our, you know, in our reality, in our circle and, you know, and see who it resonates with too. So um, do you ladies kind of want to start at the beginning of how this all came to be? <laughs> I don't even know if I remember a beginning at this point. Um <laughs> Things, um, I, I just actually, I just sent a message to Jennifer this morning. I'm like, things are just expediting so quickly at this point. Like, I can't even keep up anymore. Yeah. I, I just last night, I had this realization, like, things are so completely different than they were even just a few weeks ago. And you don't even necessarily notice the shift in the moment, but you notice the shift in yourself and how you're interacting in the 3D world and um, how much time you're spending um, exploring and being out in the five and maybe even above D situations. And it just um, almost can become overwhelming sometimes mm -hmm. when, when you really stop to put thought into it. Jennifer, do you remember where this even started? For me, I believe it started when I was taking my Reiki 2 class. I had a very kind of traditional background and going into spirituality. Like it started out with tarot reading, then it started getting into the gods and goddesses and mythology type situation. And I remember in my Reiki 2 class that my Reiki master started talking about galactic beings. And like, this is completely something new. I'm just like, okay, now we're talking about aliens? In your Reiki 2 <laughs> class? In my Reiki 2 class, yes, yeah, it, it's a it came up. I was like, okay, this is different. This wasn't what I was expecting. 
Um, but I was open to the information, right? Because um, that's what we do, we learn. Um, my Reiki master continued to start talking more and more about this conflict happening in the upper realms of 5D. And then that's when I started trying to take in a step back. I'm like, something doesn't quite fit in here because their messages started to come in. She, um, things about saying the dark was coming they were trying to do a lot of things dark versus light the light was winning so we didn't have to worry but we had to keep going we had to keep going um all light workers needed to come in and start like fighting and I'm just like okay this this doesn't quite make sense you know because we don't fight and right it's we don't destroy we help heal and guide and um, at least in this, in my storyline, this is what we do. And then it continued to go on a bit farther. And so a man came forward within this um, healing circle I was in, this metaphysical shop, claiming that he was actually Ashtar. He was a fractal of Ashtar. And so it took a few weeks and I never met him, but I was just always a little bit wary about him. And then it came forward to where my Reiki master actually introduced me to this man claiming to be Ashtar. And you know, when things happen, when it like comes in slow motion, like everything slows down. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah. And I remember reaching my hand out to shake this man's hand and it started, time started slowing down. I looked into his eyes. I'm like, something is not right about you, honey. <laughs> and right now. Keep going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The eyes are the windows to the soul, right? We see that. I um, know Sammy has very many experience about looking into people's eyes and their faces and absolutely seeing the truth for what they are. And I, I just, I didn't see anything. I saw a void. There was nothing there in his eyes. So I'm like, the something's not going on. And so oh, I- the first time you've experienced that too? At that time, yes, absolutely. It was the first time. Wow. What was it? Were you just like, what's happening? Exactly. I'm like, oh my goodness. I don't know what's going on, but um, it didn't resonate with me on this whole 5D war thing. I'm just like this, as light beings, we don't destroy, we don't go out to war because that just creates more pain. So I had removed myself from that whole circle. And I continue to start seeing more and more things like on Facebook and social media in these groups about people channeling messages from the Ashtar Command or Galactic Federations about all about this so-called war going on. And I've just, I've been very confused since then. Like why, why is everyone allowing themselves to lean into this truth that they see in their eyes? <laughs> the Galactic Federation of Light. Mm -hmm. I so for those, please, Sammy, go ahead. Explain all for of those this. Who, for those who are not aware, um, would anyone like to share the tea on Ashtar? Like, okay, so who is Commander Ashtar? Where is he from? What is he doing here? And um, Jennifer touched briefly on the fact that he's in the middle of a war right now. Um, yeah. But I just wanted to clarify for some people who maybe are not as familiar. Yeah. So there's a lot of different versions, right? Because there's a lot of different of us and just like any story, myth or legend, you know, it's all like whisper down the lane. Right. And we all get different downloads and we're all living in different realities. And then we come together and we try to figure out the collective reality. So from what I have gleaned in my world and what I've heard and what I kind of feel are like a few different things. So 
I think the general consensus is that Commander Ashtar comes from the Pleiades, from pretty much everywhere and every place I've read it, that's like a thing. I get anywhere between the ninth dimension to the fourth dimension and my brain starts to break a little bit. So we have, and I think it's definitely possible that we can live in multiple densities at once. Like that's, not, but it's just so interesting when they talk about how he's fighting in the eighth dimension. I was like, I'm pretty much by then you're like just partying all the time and eating like, like, like not even eating, right? You're just like helping others. Like your whole existence is to, to help others. Anyway, so they have these ships, these healing ships, right? That go around supposedly and they bring other beings on, other healers to help heal. And that he also commands an army as well, which makes no sense to me because I'm like, well, what kind of army is it? So then there's, there's in that storyline, there's even though, well, they're just healers or they're protectors or it depends on which density you're in. Because the thing is, everybody's right, right? Because it's whatever story you're, you're leaning in. So there are many who are part of this galactic federation of light, which is even in that like has broken up, right? Like, it's just so crazy. You guys, you can play any version of the game that you want, but there are some that are controlled by the general who's an AI. And I don't know if everybody knows that, but that's like kind of the deal. And then it, that goes into a whole thing, but commander Ashtar and him go together. Right. And so there's this whole thing about just war quietly and opposition kind of everywhere in every density. And I'm with Jennifer. I was like, this is the opposite of what you're saying is you're saying when we get higher in density that we come more together and like war ends or whatever, then why, why are you calling this? Is it just now it could be that we just don't have words for what they the kind of shifts that they have, but in our personal experience and lives that I've been like doing like past life regressions and Akashic records, I've come across this Commander Ashar. And every time I do, the angels are always like, look at that, look at that over there. I was like, I don't want to look over there. I'm busy over here doing this thing. They're like, look at this. So in my world and my storyline, this dude, right? Quote unquote, this Palladian dude is not even real that he, the, the, the commander Ashtar that was, right? He was this beautiful enlightened being, like we're gonna call that Jesus style, right? Master teacher who came to help solidify and anchor in the light of love of source into their star system, right? Cause they'd already died on their planet. So they're going around in, their, in, in the Pleiades star system to do that. He came upon an infected star that had accepted, who wanted to experience kind of like separation and darkness and wanted to create its own dimension, right? Because the either or dimension wanted to be a part of that. And so when that star and, and that, and quote unquote, Commander Ashtar met um, the darkness, kind of that, that darkness, that other, that negative energy, right? The lower vibrational energy um, came into him and he chose to experience that and basically obliterated himself in that sense and fractaled out into all of these things to create more diversity in our reality in the 3d reality because he basically birthed like I don't know thousands of stories right it's kind of like you know we, what you what you hear and learn of Jesus well what's the truth right same thing 
But every time, so in my world, every time I come across this Commander Ashtar dude, he's always enslaving someone. He's always like capturing people. He's telling people to heal others without their permission. And I was like, this dude seems like a narcissistic rapist, man. And like, I don't know. And I'm, I'm weird about it. And I've, I've gone to like a lot of different healing things and activations all over, like from like, I don't know. I'm going to say 30 different people who are like, I connect with the Galactic Federation of Light or Commander Ashar. And every single time they never, ever, ever, ever talk to me about the council stepping forward or Commander Ashar stepping forward or any of that. It's always like some random ancient comes in and I was like, well, how can, why is that? I'm listening to the one before and the one after everyone's talking. Why is it? That's so weird, right? Same thing happens with Jared. And I've noticed a couple others in our tribe. And then there's some people who are saying you can't even connect directly to Commander Ashtar that, you know, if you go on the YouTube, there's this beautiful woman who's been saying for years and she was like shunned in the spiritual community because they're like, you're wrong and da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, there's no wrong or right, but I'm curious. And she said, she said, he's a higher um, dimensional vibrational frequency. You are too low of a, a, a frequency to even connect with that. You know, that's like connecting with Jesus itself. And I was like, well, that's interesting because I'm pretty sure Jesus said that we could just go within and connect with source ourselves. So what the hell's going on? Right. And then enter Tabby and Jennifer. Right. I was like, this story is so good. Like it, because, you know, in my world, in my reality, I want it to be the most adventurous, crazy, fun, intriguing, challenging concept of like, what is unity, right? What is love? What is this idea of community and coming together, right? And so then Tabby starts telling us, you know, like her experiences, which I'm hoping that she's feeling up to sharing on um, her path and adventure, but that's, that's it, you guys. If anyone wants more information, you can always connect with me and I can send you to all the places looking because that's my jam. I don't look at just one place and I encourage this from everyone. Read everything everywhere that you can find. Like when you're interested in something, I guess that's why it's super fun to be kind of neurodivergent because you get hyper-focused or you're a Virgo. And then in four hours, you can like pretty much figure out one thing or whatever, but read, explore, chat. Tabby, do you want to talk about your experience now? which specific experience would you like me to share because i don't even know where to jump in how about go ahead sammy i think sammy's got a good direction um well i think jennifer was just at the beginning of her like little section of ashtar experience so do you want to maybe jennifer talk about when this experience starts merging with Tabby's experience. Oh yeah, that's and then a good plan. Tabby can kind of play off okay. of that. We're gonna, we're gonna speak perfect. linearly. Okay, we're doing the linear, this is good. Chronological linear story. This is unusual for us. So actually linear, not going back and forth between. And it was like, people need to follow along, you guys. <laughs> like, I really want our listeners to be able to listen to the story and walk away understanding said story. It's <laughs> a gap for bales. But um, yes, throughout that experience, like what Allison was saying is to really go in and read different sources to um, just collect that information. And out of curiosity, I started doing that as well after I kept on reading more and more messages about um, the dark is, is trying to do more things and all of this stuff. And I remember going into a meditation and I actually went to one of these galactic ships that mm -hmm. Ashtar was supposedly in command of. And 
a part of my, my abilities is where I see truth. I see souls. And I went into the ship and I just started looking around in this meditation. I was feeling into the energy. I'm just like, this, this isn't love, so to speak. It's, it was not love. It was, there was a lot of emotion about wanting to control authority, um, pride. That's, that's not love. And so I was going around and I was like, okay, this, these, these are masquerading. Th these energies are masquerading as light beings of higher dimensional beings. And I had to call the angels in. I'm like, hey, here's what's going on. I like fix it. And I left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is what you do. If you don't know how to fix it, right, you're going to call on um, another energy that you do trust. And I, I'm very connected with the angelic realms. I work with them a lot. So I knew that they could start working on that particular thing. And then throughout this time, I met Tabby. We started working together a lot. And I, again, I had a dream later on. Um, there was a huge storm coming in. And whenever I dream of storms, I know that that is a message for me. And I was like trying to usher people away, trying to get them to like storm shelters, trying to make sure that they were safe before the storm came in. And the storm came in, I was the only one standing outside and it was a tornado, but I was just standing in the field, in this field, and I was completely steady. I wasn't scared. And I saw this flash of lightning come down. And within that flash of lightning, I saw the form of what people know as Commander Ashtar, but that's the moment where it clicked on, clicked for me because lightning does not have a form, right? It's plasma. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have a direct form. I'm like, oh, okay. So this Commander Ashtar is not the real one. This is fake Ashtar was what we continue to go on. <laughs> and I remember then waking up like at 3 a.m. I sent a message to Allison. I'm like, Commander Ashtar is fake. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how it really came together and that's when tabby comes in where all of our pieces don't come together is waking up at 3 3 a.m and sending out a message yeah 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 it's pretty wild to receive that message and it you know and for me when when i when i need verification of something that's a that's a truth in 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 my co-created reality um I always, if I'm unsure, like if I'm a, like, if I'm like, if my ego steps in or something, or it's not a balanced thing. And I'm just like, Oh, is this where I want to go? Right. Is this where I'm choosing to go? My guides always give me goosebumps all over my whole body when it's like a yes, like that's my yes and no, my pendulum. And so I, I felt that. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. Because to me, I was like, well, yeah, of course, because he would not be fighting. He wouldn't be kidnapping or leading an army or any of that but if it wasn't the true frequency just kind of like almost like the shadow of it right like the idea the concept then there's so much more and then with the masquerading is great and then I think Tabby just <laughs> Tabby what happened next Tabby um I'm going to try to put it together but you guys correct me because I, I'll be completely honest a lot of times when I'm channeling stuff or stuff is happening like it kind of goes away and I can't always pull everything back together. Um, but I walked onto the scene, you know, 15 months ago, 18 months ago, however long it, ago it was now. And the universe being its lovely, funny self thinks it's hysterical that I've never looked into gods and deities. I have no idea that this Commander Ashtar person is even a thing. Um, I don't know my galactic beings. Like, 
I don't have any background in this. So I start channeling stuff. And so Jennifer's got to love it because I'll be like, does this, does this mean anything? Does this make any sense? Um, and I, and at some points, I know I have connected with this Ashtar energy. And I've even been shown that I'm like the upside down feminine version. I have that feminine fractal. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't even know where to go with it because it's, it's, well, it's very it's jarring, right? It's hard to discern, right? Yeah. And then if other people can be fooled by something, how do you know if you're getting the real deal or not? Right. And then, you know, we're all sitting around the table one day and I start channeling and Alice is like, oh, that's Ashtar. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm always a little bit dumbfounded and <laughs> I but feel I, like I'm the check and balance for the group because yeah. I um, come with a certain naivety. How do you say that? Naivety. That's yeah, how I'm saying it like now. That. I'm naive about a lot of these things. And um, so I just start blurting stuff out. I blurt out locations of things. I blurt out names I blurt out <laughs> whatever this information is coming into me and I'm like does this look like anything to anybody and then we put the pieces together from there so I feel oftentimes like I'm still um out of the loop in terms of knowing the information and I it's really super important for me to have people to fall back on because I I have the piece of the puzzle, but I, I don't even know what puzzle I'm trying to put together. Um, and I think that's why it works because I have no idea what I'm doing. And, and yeah. I, I'm, I, I don't have an ego to step into at this point with it because I don't know enough to, to know or not know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's a great check and balance, right? Because if we all had the same information and then you're like, oh, I'm channeling this thing, but you really do, you really do just kind of come in and you're like, it's like that, that was such a perfect example at the table, right? We're just literally sitting around um, after this beautiful day together and we had communed with nature and it was like just so lovely and we're just hanging out <laughs> we're truly all of a sudden you just start speaking and you can watch the shift so if you guys aren't familiar some people when they when they be, step into the open channel and there's like a really important information that almost there's like a shift in them a shift in energy and light in that and tabby literally stepped out of tabby and we all were kind of like do 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 and we're like tab where's where's tabby going and then she started speaking and we're like oh and once again, my whole body, I mean, we weren't talking about anything. I think we were talking about like the mountain or something like totally irrelevant. Right. Yeah. And my whole body started to vibrate. And I was like, I know this frequency, like this frequency is an old friend or a familiarity and my whole body. And then I'm looking at Jennifer and Sammy and a few others who were there. And we were all like, like, we were all like frozen. Right. And we were just like, what's happening? And, you know, it was like just such an unexpected thing. And that's when we really were like, we were called to do work, right? To heal. Um, and we were being asked if that was something that we would agree to. So at any time that happens, especially if, if we're, that's a major difference if we're asked as opposed to being told, right? And we you know we're just regular old humans doing our thing, you know? Um, kind of an, an, a reminder that we all have the power to do this, right? We all have the power to heal ourselves and others. 
um, as channels. And so we just kind of were like, we were all kind of not in agreement, right? <laughs> and you're, and we went in and, and we and we did this this healing, right? And um, there was kind of this beautiful thing. Um, if I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, ladies, but there was almost like a, another message that came out of that. It was like, oh, this was like so perfect. You all said yes to following yourself and your truth and healing. And because of this, you're all here together now. And because of that, we're able to bring this frequency in to heal. So it it could really kind of start growing again in that way, quote unquote, right? Like, I mean, it doesn't, can't, you can't destroy energy, right? I mean, we've proven that in science over and over again, it simply changes, but kind of really come back to itself and help um, really like show the truth of what love is, you know, and, and how to be even more forgiving and, and kind of going into, but almost like this, um, invitation to be like, Hey, are you kind of ready to go in and really speak the truth about this stuff and speak your truth at all times, even though, um, you may be ridiculed for it. You may be, um, persecuted for it. And we're, you know, and I almost felt like we all were kind of like, well, man, one time we were witches and we were persecuted this other time, this other time, this other time, you know? And so you have like these past lives of trauma coming up and you're like, am I ready? Am I ready to just say yes again? Because it is so different. Right. And Tabby, just like you were saying, like, you're, we're just like regular people hanging out. You know what I mean? It's, it's so unusual. I mean, I don't know, like the star constellations, like I'm not allowed to hold that information until like I come into it or have like a thing, you know, it's just like you were saying, you're like, I don't know anything about deities or anything of that. It's just so interesting how we all have this one piece and researching and or and having the group because I agree I think that keeps us truer at least and because there are times we've come together and we're all like okay yeah no this is just like a thing we haven't figured it out yet so we kind of like put it on the shelf mm -hmm. but the Ashtar thing well and, and that happens I think throughout right you'll, you'll be working on something you get a piece of information and you're like this doesn't fit into any of the puzzles that we're working on and you do you kind of put it away and it kind of gets shelved for a while. And then a couple of months later, you're working on something you're like, oh, that's where this piece fits in. Yeah. Um, and, and as it relates to the, the warring and, and the 5D, kind of, I, I have something that resonates for me and I'll just share it and see Love what it. resonates for other people. But I kind of feel like as these beings ascend and go through their process and they become this bit of oneness um, and become this collective conscious piece, you know, six dimension and above, you get to this point where you really, um, because you know the thoughts and feelings of everybody, there's not that misunderstanding piece. So the need for war doesn't come about. But I think maybe the confusion about the conflict is that I believe that when you get to that level, your desire to help others achieve that level, to bring everybody to that point of oneness, and, and maybe it's the work that people are willing to do or beings are willing to do um, to help lift us up that is being seen as conflict or war because it's opposing to where we are. Mm, I love that perspective. So for us who, who are already stepping into that oneness, that doesn't even, it doesn't feel, it doesn't resonate, it doesn't make sense. But if you're not there yet, if you're still in the 3D or just stepping into four, then that might feel like conflict. It might feel like going against. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. That's just how it resonates and how I've found 
some middle ground to make that make sense for me. So if, yeah. if that works for anybody else. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Right. Because there is kind of that awakening period. And I think we, I see this a lot on TikTok. Everyone's like awakening is rainbows and universe is what we think about. And then really it's just this crying all the time. <laughs> and we don't have friends anymore. And our family members are like, blah, who are you? And so it is, you're right. It is very much that, that realization of, of that moment. It's a great way to explain it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And the, and the only way to, to move, right, is through that conflict that you're speaking of, because in order to release any of those lower densities, you have to bring it up and, and let it go, that release process. And, and that's what we have to do with everything as a collective, too, is to release. And so, you know, whether it's, you know, religious or, you know, regarding sexuality or uh, races or whatever, it all has to come up and we have to find common ground. And so I think that's why we're going through as much as we are right now is, is that shedding process. Yeah. Trying to, shedding. to mm -hmm. rid ourselves of the lower density so that we can move together as a collective. Yeah, we get the high five and hug at the end. We did it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. That's my two cents on solution. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Right. So that is kind of, you know, talking about this 3D to 5D and it's a movement. And we did come down here to experience all these lessons and do all these things. And it's it's interesting. We were just out last night and we went to, you know, I but I like never go out anymore, right? Other than unless I it's like a thing where I leave my house. So it, it in the real world, right? In this 3D world, I'm like. We're sitting at this bar, the sports bar, and there's like sports on thing. We're watching like, well, we're watching Billy Madison, but also UFC sports and football. And we're just kind of looking around, Sammy and I, and I was like, man, I'm not used to being around so many humans, right? Like so many people who are just kind of choosing to just enjoy their life that way, which was really kind of nice almost, you know, to just be able to like watch and have like just these beautiful little moments of these, these sweet humans just enjoying their meals or their beer or you know there's a, a group sitting next to us and they're all talking about how like their new friend was had fallen in love with someone else and that's why they're not here you know what I mean and it's just like so super sweet to just kind of listen and enjoy it but at the same time it's just like also <laughs> we have these quests and these puzzle pieces and such an interesting way to go through it all to come together I wouldn't have it any other way though. So. <laughs> it's so fun, isn't it? It is. Plus food. I love food. And by coming together and like offering another perspective on this quote unquote conflict that we're having with the Galactic Federation and that Commander Ashtar is a opportunity for growth for a lot of people who have stepped in and um, whether it's because they want it to feel important and that's why they were called to the Galactic Federation to be helping and healing um, and stepping into like psychic surgery without permission. Um, they are reflections of the own wounds that we hold, things that we need to really go in and look within and see what's going on in order to um, continue that ascension to the 5D world. Yeah. And that's one of the hardest lessons I think is 
divine sovereignty of others and permission, you know, like that's, you know, why rape is so predominant and child trafficking. And I mean, every, narcissism, like all of it, right. It is just our right to be like, and one of the hardest things is to not heal someone, right. As a healer, to not heal if they say no. Right. First of all, even to get, like, you see that because sometimes, you know, there's, they've come to this, to, to suffer through that which, you know, sometimes I'm like, but why would you want to suffer? You know, but they have a lesson they want to learn. And then for us to stand by and go, okay, all right, you got to keep suffering through this. I love you so much. Right. And, and be okay with that. You know, like when my father was really sick before he passed, you know, on this, this one person was like, why, why can't you just heal him? And I was like, it's not in his contract to be healed. It's in his contract to feel this at the end. And yeah, I do have the authority to do it, right? I could completely heal him, but then that's doing more damage because he's not going to have the opportunity to learn his lesson and to be able to do what he wants to do, right? And what he wants to learn. I think sometimes too, like as parents, you know, we've, we always think, you know, we want to do the best for our kids. And sometimes we forget to ask them <laughs> if that's what they want because we're brought up in a society, at least here, where kids aren't really human yet, right? They're just like a, a, a commodity or a product until they hit 18 and then they get an opinion, right? So I think that's something that we're working together. And that and that whole, right? And that whole ascension thing is, is valuing everyone's reality. Why would anyone want to start moving to higher dimensional frequencies? So what is the benefit of that? That's a great question. It feels really good. Um, my, my, <laughs> my, my comical take on it is the more work I do here, the less I have to do in the next lifetime until I get to that ascended masterpiece where I get to make my own choices and decide what I want to do, yeah. which is ultimately where I want to be. So, um, <laughs> that's the light side of it for me anyways. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's like for, for me. It's a calling to home to be connected to everything and to really just spend more time, quote unquote, time doing this, sharing instead of surviving and struggling and really enjoying everyone's beautiful ways and, and loving that, right? Loving the differences, loving the uniqueness, just loving the fact that they they want to do something and being able to support that without having any kind of jealousy or envy or scarcity or any of those frequencies and just being able to enjoy someone else's journey too. That's what it's like for me. Plus, you know, love. It feels good, man. How about you, Jennifer? I agree with what you're saying, Allison. It's for me, it's all about coming back to oneness, coming back to source, which is um, all together, but also nothing, all in nothing. Um, but that feeling of peace, right? Um, when you ever go into a very deep meditation, you just feel that overwhelming um, feeling of peace and love. If you ever had a chance to experience that, it's, it's amazing. Um, but knowing that whoever you meet, whoever you come across, whatever you come across, is that you meet it with love, infinite love. You meet it with understanding, compassion. So that understanding, that oneness, that we're all whole as we are right now, mm -hmm. um, but to come in as a whole, as a collective, it's something that I don't think you can quite put into words. How about you, Sammy? 
more opportunities to help others and less need to feel all of those negative frequencies, those lower frequencies and get to a place where I guess the, the teacher part of me is so ingrained um, that I want to get myself settled so that I can be a better teacher for those around me. You know, that's like my ultimate life calling, right? So being more one with the 5D allows me to be able to set myself aside for a moment and really dig in and be a better teacher. There's something so beautiful about being in the present moment and not holding on to anything, right? When we really just like, oh, that just happened. Oh, this is happening. It's not good or bad. It just is. And oh, it's so interesting on how it could go. And just really being able to appreciate every single moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For me, it's like not to have an opinion about that moment either, just to accept it and be like, that this is a moment, right? The Aquarian in me. I know. Cause, well, because the Aquarian in me, right? We have these blueprints we come down with, right? These things to work through these human gene keys, these numbers, all of it, right? We've got all these different ways to like work through that. <laughs> it's really never ending fun, you guys. We spend a lot of time figuring, trying to figure it out and also enjoying it. I feel like it was the tip of the iceberg and like a little baby masterclass that you could dive so much deeper into each one of those rabbit holes. Yeah. You know, even just that, that desire to heal, that's a rabbit hole all in it self right mm -hmm. the the whole ascension piece is a rabbit hole it's yeah. all yeah it keeps your brain going right engage so, your brain you engage your heart you engage your soul you can really immerse yourself completely into life screw video games not really i love them too but <laughs> <laughs> they have their place they have their place i know i love <laughs> I was just talking about Final Fantasy X yesterday. Everyone's like, you used to play that game? And I was like, oh yeah, I guess that's like 30 years ago now, bro. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> 20 years or something. I don't even know. Time. It's rude. Thanks everyone for joining in. Um, you can find Tabby at BelightfulHealingBite.com or um, on Facebook at Delightful Healing. Or my email is tabby at the like the And you can find Jennifer um, at Solaris on Facebook and then Felicity in Life. Yeah. That's up and ready. <laughs> I finally turned in my information. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have that done today. So by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be long done. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for joining. 